Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. We're chatting about how to get the most out of life and covering a ton of interesting topics. So there's sure to be something for just about everyone. Let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm Amy and this is episode 101. What? I cannot believe. I cannot believe we did 100 episodes. Well now, 101. I know, and people have been so kind on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter with their comments and DMs. So thanks so much, everybody, for the kind words. The yes, support. it really has been wonderful. I know, like we've said this before on podcasts, but we do the podcast for ourselves because it's we enjoy doing it. But it, the added bonus is when other people really enjoy it. So thank you so much, everybody. So before we get into this week's topic, I wanted to tell a little story, a quick story, just... A strange story. Oh, we, a strange story. A, I love strange stories. We live uh, we live in an urban environment, so when you're walking, sometimes you run into some strange people. And I was walking to work the other day, and I always walk with headphones in, even if I don't have anything playing in them, just to sort of discourage unwanted conversation. Right. And I passed this guy. He was sort of sitting on, uh, on some steps, and I always take a wide berth now, given the pandemic. And oh, I absolutely. Had, you got to, you know... You got to take a wide berth. So when I was walking by him, he said, uh, you know, sort of under his breath, nice mask. Nice mask. That sounds like something else. uh, (laughs) So I, uh, I, given I had my headphones on and everything, I did do a little bit of a double take, but I I ignored him and kept walking. But it made me think, like, is that the new cat call? Nice mask? It could be. I've actually gotten that twice from men just walking around the uptown. I will say, though, there are some pretty nice masks out there, you know? Yeah, but are those like sexy masks? Well, I don't know about that one. It reminded me of there there used to be another creepy old guy uptown who would comment on women's feet and shoes. He had a a foot fetish. I remember you telling me about this guy. I think he eventually got arrested, but he would, you know, he would make comments. And now I wonder whether like mask fetish will be a new thing. I hope it won't be. It probably won't be, but maybe he actually truthfully, genuinely liked your mask well it had flowers on it maybe he thought there, there goes go. a little bit of spring a little bit of spring in her step and a little bit of spring fever in my you know in the there season. you go we'll go with something like that yeah no that sounds that sounds about right i mean that's that's pretty funny though you, you could have had a you could have had a pretty quick little you know comeback at him you know? i know oh, nice mask i'll huh? be better prepared <laughs> better prepared that's nice good. mask that's funny. I didn't ask you what my mask looked like. Things you hear during a <laughs> pandemic. You wouldn't hear that normally. I know. That, that whole uh, story wouldn't have made sense two years ago. So getting back to the task at hand, our topic this week is how to live life like you're on vacation. And yes. I just want to do a quick rewind that at episode 100, I talked about the fact that we were going to be a little more streamlined in our content going forward. So, uh, Right, and you may have noticed new music, new intro and outro music. Yeah, we're definitely switching it up. For, you know, after 100 episodes, it was time to, to, mm-hmm. to do a little freshening up and, you know, in reading. Streamlining it. And I actually, you know, spent some time reading a, a couple of books on podcasting and, and felt that the having tailored content would be a little better for our audience. So we're hoping that you'll enjoy it. And really the theme of our content going forward, it's life improvement tips you don't have to meditate on. And what we mean by that... We had to, we labored over that for a while. 
coming well, up with those r- nice crisp words and it really does hit home exactly what we're trying to convey to our loyal listeners well and not having you know empty modifiers and mm-hmm. and just uh, one of the things that i had read is that you should have no more than 10 word description for what your podcast is and it should make it unique different yes. than any other podcast out there and i think there's there's probably well the, t- the time that book was written seven hundred thousand we're probably getting close to a million podcasts out yeah. there. Most people don't make it past a few episodes, uh, so I think we're you know right. we're, we're doing well with numbers of episodes. But um, yeah, back to the ten word description. So we tried to be concise. We didn't want to get into the whole personal development strictly because there are a ton of podcasts on that. Yes, and so we went with life improvement because our content is a little bit broader, you know, not just talking about ourselves, but how can we get more out of life in general? And how can we, you know, build a better life for ourselves? And the idea of not wanting to give you content that you have to meditate on, we we do our episodes, they're 30 minutes long, Uh, they're played actually on a, a local radio station. So we're consistently 30 minutes. But we also feel like it's a good length for people who are commuting to get a lot of information in a short period of time. And we want to give you practical things, not things you have to right go home and meditate on and think about in order to implement we want to give you and that local radio station that we play our show on is local 107.3 fm here in st john new brunswick which is the campus and community voice and thank you so much for carrying the show so yes we are going to streamline our content to life improvement tips you don't need to meditate on i think we might get t-shirts made with that on it what do you think yes and hats and it's not that we're against meditation there's a time and a place for meditation but it's not during this med this medcast we want podcast yeah we want you to get uh our information clear and uncut you know and quickly and so you don't need to meditate on it you know, you don't need to get into that state of nirvana. You just have to get it from A to B. Boom. Well, you, you know, we're not going to discourage you from getting into a no. state of nirvana when you're listening to us. But No. I, I doubt if that happens too often, but it might. You never know. <laughs> One commitment that we're going to make is to have three things in every episode. One of them is going to be a great quote, because if anyone's been listening to past episodes, they know I love my quotes. You do love your quotes. And we'll, that quote will really tie into the theme of the particular episode. The second thing will be a definition. So either a definition of a new word that we've learned this week, or it could be a definition uh, of a word that we already know that we just were surprised at the actual definition of it. Or a word that we just feel like maybe our loyal listeners may want to learn as well. That's right. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, And the third thing is just to have a takeaway. So at the end of the episode, we'll have something that you can take away. One to grow on. (laughs) Not necessarily something to meditate on, but, you know, something to actually implement, Mm -hmm. to try out. Something to actually implement into your life to make your life better. Right. Improve it without meditating. One to grow on was a good analogy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if that's a strictly Canadian thing. I think that we... Are you referring to the old commercials that used to give you a bit of a a life lesson? Yes. I think think that was American, if I remember correctly. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think it was like... Uh, and there was a rainbow at the end. Yeah. It was like one to grow on. That's NBC or something like that, I think. Okay. Anyway... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's we're really setting the bar high if we're going to be at the uh, level of giving less life lessons that NBC thought were. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's get into how to live your life like you're on vacation. Yeah, who doesn't want to do that? And the quote that inspired this was, my goal is to build a life I don't need a vacation from. And that was by Rob Hill Sr. And he's an author. Can you say that again, please? My goal is yes. to build a life I don't need a vacation from. Yes, that is that makes so much sense. Because if you're going to be spending your time, 
you're uh, the majority of your time not on vacation, like not literally on vacation elsewhere, enjoying your time. Why not make it seem like you're doing your vacation at home? Well, it is kind of a sad thing that we would often, you know, you, you think most people get two, three, four weeks vacation from work a year. Yeah. Uh, more if they're lucky. And we live the rest of our, our year waiting for those weeks of vacation. And it's not a great way to live. We get a, There's a lot of hours, a lot of days where we can get equal enjoyment out of them. That's right. I mean, and why not do that? We only have one life to live as far as I know. No one's reported back. So I just, you know, you got to make the most of your life. And that is what we're trying to do on this podcast. With it's you. it's uh, when I when I first did the title of this, I was thinking of making it a little bit different. I didn't want people to confuse it with the fact that, you know, we're in a pandemic. And how do you go on a vacation without leaving your house? So um, but that's not really what you yeah. know, the theme of this is more regardless of, of whether we're in a pandemic or not, just the right. fact that our, our daily lives should in, incorporate things that give us the same level of joy and happiness that vacation brings. So one thing we're not saying, though, is that, you know, you you uh, order a bunch of beach sand and throw it all over your living room floor and pretend you're in, at the beach. That was an that's episode a, of Friends, not, actually. Oh, was it really? It was. Oh, yeah, I'm see. pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. If but. my 90s memory serves me correctly. So let's get into this. Yes, let's do it. Let's dig in. You know, uh, we were watching an episode of House Hunters International, and um, because we do that, we do that. We're big HGTV people, and it is our way of traveling during a pandemic. But uh, there was a really great comment that was made by one of the men looking for our house. Uh, He said, "Going on a vacation is like dating, but when you buy a home, like when you go back home, that's more like the marriage." Uh, and yeah. so what he meant was vacation is all about, you know, the excitement and the newness, whereas, you know, marriage is more the routine and I guess maybe the mundane yeah. for some. Doesn't no have offense, to be honey. that way, though. You can spice things up vacation wise at home as well. Well, that's right. And so that's what we're going to talk about. The how first... do we do that, though? That's my question. How do we do that? How do we spice <laughs> our a little paprika on up? that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry. That I don't know. Weak. You lost me. That there. was a week on that one. I don't know. Let's start with the basics, and it's about thinking back to why you go on vacation or, or what do you look forward to on vacation. So like, what aspects do you enjoy most about being away? And so right. that will give you a clue into how can you adapt your own daily life to incorporate some of that. So I'll give some examples to sort of walk us through it. One would be uh, if you're drawn to vacations that are in nature. So for instance, if you like to book a cabin or a cottage on the lake, then obviously nature for you is something that brings you peace and calm. And it's something that, you know, you should look at other ways that you can incorporate it into your daily life. And that can be really simple. It could be simple as, you know, if you're having your lunch at work, maybe have it in a local park or green space and get outside and enjoy it. Make it like, there's no reason why you can't have a picnic. Or have a family picnic, you know, at... At uh, a local park with a blanket and a bunch of. Well, we're not. I'm, we're not bringing the whole family. I'm just going by myself. Oh, okay. That <laughs> is a kidding. vacation. That is a vacation from the family. Is that what you're looking for? Okay, I get it now. It's all making that's sense. That's your thing. Um, no, but go, or going for hikes, you know, uh, and you know, and even more drastically so, if you're always looking for, uh, you know, a cottage in the country or something for your vacation, and you live in an urban environment, you may want to consider moving you know, to a suburb or vice versa. If you are somebody who lives out in the country and are always looking to vacation in, you know, a a large city and like that 
metropolitan vibe, you may want to consider relocating into the city. I would say that one of the things that people want is a little bit of both. They kind of like the, I I would think, you know, a lot of people like the urban uh, idea of things. And then they also like the cottage lifestyle, you know, they like to have a little bit of both. So trying to find some equilibrium, I think, would work really well between the two. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. You and yeah, I, we hate different. bugs. So when, when we vacation in nature, we have to, that's one of the things we have to check for in our reviews. Mosquitoes are the bane of our As soon as we see mosquitoes, it's like in the one, any review, mosquitoes, black flies, we're like, we're out, fast, yeah. scrolling by this option. No, get time for that. I actually read an Airbnb review the other day that explicitly said, this is a magical place without ma- mosquitoes or black flies. A magical place. Wow, then that sounds right up our alley. And I thought, yes, that's some great marketing. Way to go, Airbnb host. You know, I I just don't like being swarmed by them. One or two or three a night, no problem. But swarmed? Uh Uh-uh, not into that. Not into being carried away by them. No, when you've got to run from, like, your car to the accommodations. That was like, that's what it was like when we went to Portland, remember? When we were dating, we went on that trip. Oh, yes. To uh, Uh, Kennebec, I think it was. was, Holy. It was horrific. They flew straight into our eyeballs. Okay, so other things. <laughs> Little tangent. Other things that people may like about being on vacation is being unplugged. Yeah, you know, not everybody. Some people are looking for their Wi-Fi access when they're away, but I think the vast majority of us enjoy some time unplugged. And you ever, like, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but a lot of people will ask for book recommendations specifically before they go on vacation. They're like, "What's a great read I can read on the plane or on the beach?" That's true because there are particular books for vacation. I would say. Well, I think too, though, that sometimes people just don't set aside the time in their daily life to read and figure, "I'm going yes. to have all this free time on vacation, and I'm going to take that time to read." I I always think that when we go on vacation, I always bring a book and I, I could count on one hand how many times I was able to like actually, you know, dive in and read. I know. I always have the same thought. I think, oh, but I I'll love the on, idea of it. I think I'll read on the beach, but no, because if you have children, you have to watch your children yeah. like 100% of the time around water or right. you think you'll read on the plane, but no, it's noisy and distracting and you want to do anything. I've always anything. envied those people that can read in any circumstance whatsoever. Like, you know, they could be hanging out with friends and still read a book. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, that's when audio books come yeah. in handy. Audio books are great too, yeah. Although I haven't really explored them. <laughs> but going back to, going the, to the original point, there are people who, uh, you know, do make time in their lives and their daily lives to read. And, and that's definitely an escape. And yeah. But there are others who really think only vacation is for that. So if you're one of those people who think that you need to save reading for vacation, why not incorporate that into your day? And Nicely you know, said. It's true because reading a book is a vacation. You're going someplace else. No matter what. Oh, that one impressed you, did it? That, that was line. really good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like to say, it's like you're going on a journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And Outside you could, yourself. You could make the same analogy with music, you know? You it always kinda, comes back to music. You just kind of take off someplace else. <laughs> but no, I mean, dude. same thing, though. People will sometimes say, what's a great playlist I can listen to while I'm traveling? Well, download the playlist and... Listen to it now. There's no. Yep. You don't need to wait until you're on vacation. And you can schedule time to be unplugged, even if it is one hour a week. Or I'm actually going to do this. This is something I'm going oh. to commit to on air. What are you going to I'm commit going to? I'm going to schedule to being uh, unplugged one hour a night one um, hour. through the week. And like one, just one hour? One hour. I, what I mean by unplugged is not checking my phone, not, not watching, watching TV. TV, not exactly. And it'll be it'll be reading now. The only thing is, is I read from my iPad because I download to Kindle. But 
Um, Can we listen to music? Can I put on a record, maybe? Could it be record time? Are you afraid? Are you afraid of the silence? No, I just like, <laughs> I like the idea of having an hour set aside just to listen to records. Well, we, we've done that before, but I think we just sort we of got out of the habit. To it, we, it has to be jazz or something without vocals. And That's then the I'm thing. in. There's I can all have these the parameters. Well, but it makes sense. You know, not everybody likes everything. I just can't read when I'm listening to music with vocals. That makes sense. It's not as though I'm just trying to, you know, create rules for the sake of rules. <laughs> I want well, to enjoy my reading time. If it's going to be vacation-like. It's true. It's true. We, we could. I got lots of jazz. I got lots of jazz. So we talked about, you know, vacationing in the, you know, in a nature or natural environment. But for those who enjoy a busy city or being around a lot of people, and again, we're thinking outside the pandemic situation we're currently in but why not plan evenings or weekends for sightseeing and doing activities in your you know in your city if you live in a city or in your uh, Mm -hmm. nearby city and act like a tourist or even more specifically you know go to a new restaurant or just order something new off the menu yes or take in the arts and culture scene if that's not something you've done check out i mean there's usually a ton of museums i know that there are in our own city museums that i've never visited yeah and that show you great history of your surroundings and it can truly feel like a little vacation or it could be also extremely boring depending on who you are take a different route to the (laughs) place you go to every day and see what happens you know try something different uh every day you know Every I mean, single day, I, have a list I don't of 365 do things. You and I are like our. I would say we're like we like our routines. I would say it's hard to sometimes break out of them, and I don't think that is like you know different for a lot of people. Well, let's talk about routine. Routine is often what makes us feel like we're not on vacation. Yeah. One of the joys of vacation is to let go of assumptions. You, yes. You, you don't have a plan. Always, you know, if you're strolling in a new environment, you may not necessarily know which uh, store you're going to visit or but in in our day to day routine at home, we we have that all mapped out. We don't leave the house without a very well, maybe some people do. Maybe I'm speaking more for my, you know, little OCD self, but I usually have a store that I'm if I'm leaving the house, I have a bit of a plan and I have an order to how I do things. So Sometimes it's an efficiency thing, but I think probably most people are, you know, have a, an order to their morning. They're, sh- you know, if they're showering first, I think everybody and then does, yeah. eating their breakfast. But on vacation, you don't necessarily do that. No, you don't. You're right. And so when we talk about routine, routine is very much, uh, you know, a symptom of our, our day-to-day life and, and what can contribute to something being comfortable, but also mundane. So we think about vac- vacation, we often create memories and I think a lot of times those memories are created because they're novel experiences or things that are not... Well that said. That's true. It's we're true. not tuned out of it. Yeah. You know, because we're, we're get tuned out in... We're more present uh, when we're on vacation because uh, the things happening around us, we want to remember. <laughs> we want to go out of our way to remember because why else do we... Yeah, we're paying a lot of money. We've we got paid a lot of money things. for this, so we better remember it. In the daily, in our daily life, we tend to go on autopilot. So with this, I mean, it can be something as simple as changing when you, when you shower in the course yeah, of the day. It's funny because if you said, oh, remember that time when we were on vacation and blah, 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 and I'd be like, oh, yeah. But if you said, oh, you remember that time we were just hanging out at home and... And I'm like, remember no, that I, Tuesday I remember where that. <laughs> we watched that show and we <laughs> ate that meal? And... Yeah, <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch. Remember that? It was so amazing. Yeah. 
So I talked about going unplugged, but you can also go even bigger than that. And you can go off the grid or go camping. Well, that's true. Or you can go off the grid in your own home or go camping. Just turn off all the lights. Be more reclusive. And candles. (laughs) Yeah. Cut off your electricity. Don't pay the bill for a few months. Yeah. And just, uh, (laughs) yeah, no, don't don't do all those things. But, you know. Instant vacation. There's something about the anonymity of being on vacation and everybody not knowing what you're doing every second of the day. Yeah, I agree. You know, not knowing when when you're home and when you're not and where... I find it's one or the other. It's either really super, super busy and very planned or no plans at all. I think it's one or the other. You know, and I think that's the way life can be too. Mm-hmm. You know, daily life can be that way. So it's some of these tips you may be thinking, uh, that's not something I could ever do. But maybe there's a couple of these that can change things up for you. Yeah. So definitely things to think about. That's for sure. If you enjoy a vacation that's packed with activities and you know, uh, you know, something that's very much following an itinerary, then incorporate that into your daily yeah. life. If that's what that's you very. Like. It's a very simple. Like, you know, life lesson, I would say, think about what you're doing on vacation. What are you doing that you you enjoy? Now just do it when you're not on vacation. There you, Simple as that. There you go. I guess we didn't even need a whole 30 minutes. No, we just put it on a t-shirt. Put that research. whole sentence on a t-shirt and we're we're set. We're billionaires. <laughs> that's it. But you know what? You summarized it really well. That That yeah. is essentially it. And that's, we're going through some different ideas about how you can do that, some specifics. But really, uh, it, it comes down to, you know... Putting it all together, baby. That's yeah. what I'm here for. You do all the research and then I just put it all together. <laughs> That's how it works. What I love about uh, vacation is not the packed in schedule. You know, I I like the fact that you don't feel rushed. And this really came to light a few years ago. I remember it was, it was you know, a, a couple of mornings in a row where we were really rushed in the morning to get out the door. And it was back when our son Hux was smaller and I used to have to walk him to kindergarten. And so it was a very, you know, it was a, it's a tight schedule we had in the morning, the type where you're kind of looking at the clock and knowing that you have to leave the, right, leave the house by a certain minute or you'll be late. And, you know, when, if it was snowy or icy, it would be even, even harder. And of course, putting snow gear on anyway, long story short, it was rushed and it was, a, it, it wasn't very pleasant, a, put us all in a crappy mood, including, yeah. you know, if you have little ones and you're rushing in the morning and rushing out the door, doesn't do, it doesn't, doesn't get do their a, day off. It's not uh, a good to way a to start. start. No. And or, it really only takes getting up, you know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes earlier, not much time at all to be able to move at a little bit more of a vacation like leisurely pace really just ignore the snooze alarm is all you need to do you know well those even, people who keep hitting those snooze alarms and stuff and over and over that's true i used to I, see it's been years since i've done that but you're still bringing it up been, it has been i it's i'm traumatized i get ptsd from it <laughs> <laughs> i'm the one that had to keep sleeping now i have time to drink a cup of coffee in the morning i remember thinking that i, know, I, I, I would hear that. about these these people these mysterious people who had time to drink a cup of coffee not just throw it into a travel mug and take it with them and i thought that's something I would like to do. I you, would like to drink a cup of coffee in my you, home. You actually pack a lot into your day before you even get to work. I know. It's great. It's insane. You work out. You, you drink coffee. I don't know. You might. You, what else do you do? Well, I, I shower and brush my teeth and get dressed. All those things you got to do to be a wow. person. You are a superhero. Or to use a word that's way overused, adulting. Adulting. Plus we have, you know, a, a little one. We have to go through all those things too. So yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, everybody has a different morning routine, but the 
takeaway here is give yourself a little extra time, just like when you're on vacation, where you can kind of saunter around, decide what you're going to have for breakfast. Um, again, 15 or 20 minutes might make all the difference in how you start your day and I how like your that, whole family starts their day. I like that the simplest things when you're on vacation are, are events, like just going out to do something very simple, like go get groceries or something like that. It's like, it's exciting because it's all, all new place. And then you, when you get back, it's like, oh, the place is brand new again because you just got there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that makes any we sense. We could go but... to a different grocery store. Yes. That's what we should do. Just start going to different grocery stores. I hate stores. getting groceries. I'm not doing that. That's not a vacation for me. You don't but... do it. I do it. That's why. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're people... always on vacation from getting groceries. <laughs> it works for me. That's an unending vacation for you. <laughs> but You, know, you do ter- other things, though. I will say. I cannot make it seem like I just do everything with getting groceries. That is not the case at all. I don't think any of our listeners thought that. No. <laughs> so another thing you do is create some special moments. You know, we talked about making memories on vacation, but you can make memories at home, whether it's things like making a fancy cocktail or mocktail while you're spending a night at home. Or, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, changing the order you do things, but maybe having, if you go out for dinner on the weekend, why not do that on a weeknight? You yeah. know, have something to look forward to midweek. And, uh, this is, I talked about the changing the order of how we do things. And it made me again, think of an HGTV moment where couples are always looking for houses with two sinks in the bathroom. I noticed that too. And, yeah. And they're always like, because we both, we both have to get ready at the same time, or we need two separate bathrooms, um, because we get ready. They're very in, adamant, almost like they are with the, uh, granite, you know, granite countertops, granite countertops. But I, what I don't understand is why can't you just change your schedule a little bit? So you're not both having to get your teeth brush at the exact same moment of the day. I because don't Because that's understand. unacceptable. <laughs> Something this is I know it's off topic, but it was perplexing. Let's talk about spaces. So one thing that you can do when you're on vacation is pay attention to what feels you know, a, like a great, cozy, calming space for you. And even snap a few pictures right. of the decor so that you can recreate that type of environment at home. And it could be something as easy as maybe it's a color scheme you like, and you can grab a few throw pl- pillows that uh, doesn't have to be like a major overhaul. Or That brings to mind that wonderful Airbnb that we stayed in in Fredericton that had that beautiful nook right by the window like the uh, hexagonal yeah. window they built and in a they put in a full-on mattress that they yeah. built into a wooden frame and it was surrounded by like floor-to-ceiling bookcases yeah and uh in a in a wind a bowed window and it was so cozy and i was like <laughs> i need to have a reading spot in our house that is just like this i just thought of something remember when, <laughs> do you remember when i found the trump book Oh, yes. There's a Trump book there, and then I turned it around so you couldn't see the spine. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were so, doing our old, you know, I our Instagram pictures or something like that. So we... Yeah. It was yeah, funny. Think, yeah, it was funny. Um, okay. So, yeah. Think about the space and try to recreate that at home. You know, sometimes it's simplicity. Some people like the minimalism of a hotel room. And so maybe they want to look at decluttering their own space at home to feel like it's a bit more... Yeah, not calming for them. Yeah, or just having. Less I mean, we've stuff. we've talked about that in previous episodes in our KonMari and and stuff like that. That it's you, you get a uncluttered mind when you have an uncluttered home. Yes, you know. So let's go to it's our definition feeling. segment. Okay, definition. All right, this definition is den. Den. Yeah. So like den, as in what's in your home. Well, like, yeah, so Hux and I homes? were talking about uh, wolf dens. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about what's the name of a, you know, the wolf's home. And 
I started to think about the fact that when I was younger, everybody seemed to have a room in their house called a den. And I, I don't know, I don't hear that as often anymore. Now you hear things like man cave and, and stuff like that. But I had to look right. up the definition because I wanted, you know, yeah. Hawks is like, well, what's a den for? Like, we're not keeping wolves in the house. So what does it mean? <laughs> well, a den is a small room where you can pursue activities in private. And I thought, that's pretty vague. Like puzzle making. Bathrooms are also activities where you can pursue. And having a train rooms. set. Yes. But Giant train set. It could, another definition is it's activities not involving work or a place where people secretly plan or take part in uh, dishonest or illegal activities. Oh, like, like a crime Clue, den. like the game Clue. Is that where the is that where it starts happening? <laughs> I don't know. I loved all these definitions. Started of in den. the den. But you know, I guess what I'm saying is a den has traditionally been a room that was just meant for the types of things it wouldn't be a room that was packed with you know a television and and all of those things it's a room to do the types of things you might do on. i vacation. really like the idea of a den like filled like from, like an art den yeah or an art hole yeah, <laughs> yeah. Art, yeah the garden of art den <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> i don't know i thought that was pretty witty if you've listened to previous episodes you'll know that jeff's art hole is just actually a place in our basement where he goes down and does art yeah we think that's what he does Amy's never been down there. No. <laughs> she refuses. But I do know that great art comes out of that space. So there you yeah. go. You can check out my art on McLennan Photos. There's an underscore between McLennan and Photos on Instagram. Oh, the old know. underscores. M-C-L-E-N-N-A-N. N as in Nancy. There you go. You got her. You can tell I say that a lot. Like just with our name. Like how to spell I, it. I know. Mick Jagger, John Lennon. That's you know. right. McLennan. Okay. So... The takeaway from this episode Take is it away. for you, listener, to reflect back on a really great moment you had on a vacation and think about what you can do to recreate that experience at home, preferably on a frequent, you know, daily or at least weekly basis. So that doesn't mean me, becoming like crazy alcoholics and drinking mojitos until you turn blue. No, no, no. That's not, no, don't, don't do that. But some people do that on vacation. I'm just saying. I'll give you one example. For me, a great cup of coffee represents vacation. And I was lucky enough, Jeff surprised me with a French press for, uh, yes. for making a great cup of coffee. And to me, that was like a little taste of vacation. So think about what vacation might mean to you. Maybe it's drinking that cup of coffee outside. Or maybe it's taking time to play board games with yep. your family. So Take some time and then make the effort to put that into your life because it will make all the difference in making sure that you're living life like you're on a vacation. We hope you enjoyed the new format for the uh, podcast, everybody. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to keep up with what's new. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And why not leave a review? You can also follow InfoQuent on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Till Til next time. time.